This episode of the Rant and Rave podcast is being sponsored by Pocket of Peace. Go to Pocket of Peace Living to get yours today. I did. I got my super soft, fluffy pouch, and in it came a roller, mist, shea butter, bracelet, and my favorite, the affirmation cards. So wonderful to remind me to be aware, to be present, positive, and peaceful in these crazy 2020 times. Go to pocketofpeaceliving.com to get yours today. Hey, Soka lovers, it's Soka Say So. And this chick. And we're back. It's season four, episode three. And this season, we are tackling the topic, pivoting in the new normal. Well, recently... The Prime Minister of Trinidad announced that Carnival 2021 is a no-go. It is not happening. And so we are talking today to DJ extraordinaire, (laughs) Private Ryan, about what is going on in Trinidad, how people are feeling, and what people should be doing to pivot in that new normal. (sighs) Welcome to the podcast, Ryan. (laughs) Thank you. How are you going? Good. Nice. Good. We've been dealing with cancellations all all year, so we're good. Well, yeah, yeah. cancellations. Are, that's the theme. That's the theme of um of this year. Cancellations. There's cancellations everywhere. With, you know, exactly. With yeah, but for the people who don't know, which I can imagine that's probably only two people listening, give them a little bit of a background <laughs> of how you got your start in music in Soka, and then how you decided to start putting on events like Soka Brainwash. Okay, well, uh, you know, uh, I have been DJing from a very young age, you know, from, let's say, as far as I can remember, back to like seven years old, straight up to now. Um, you know, I, I I have always had an interest in music, piecing music together. And, you know, I'm just in a condensed, you know, form, you know, uh, because of that love, you know, I was playing in events um, at a young age, like 15 or 16. I was, you know, already DJing in clubs, went on to, in college, went to college in FIU, Florida International University, where I was able to study and get get my bachelor's degree and also um, tour the, the college circuit as a DJ, you know, in and out of state. So I, I not only did um, college events, but I did things in like Howard University. I went to Atlanta, um, you know, I played in New Orleans. I played in, in a lot of different places. And um, then upon graduating and moving back to Trinidad um, temporarily, I... I then in that um, time created the event. Well, it's just a natural evolution, which um, I, I, oh, let me just backtrack. While I was in college, I created a podcast and this podcast was um, mixes in various genres um, that I would, I would, I would uh, put online and people could download it for free. And the reason I did that was because I wanted people to um, learn music, which I, which was something I realized, you know, in the absence of, of, the online streaming services, which of course we we now have, you know, in abundance today, you know, um, things like Spotify and Apple Music and those things weren't really big back then, or didn't exist, I should say. And um, I realized that there was a disconnect with people who were living away and them knowing their music of their islands, or even while they were in college, they they needed to keep up with what was the hip music. So I said, okay, I'm gonna make a mix. You know, I'm a DJ, so I'll just make a mix, put it online, and um, it became very popular, and to this day, I, um, it's it's the number one Caribbean podcast. Um, you know, still to this day, even mm-hmm. on Apple Music in Trinidad and around the world for Caribbean music. Um, and uh, you know, from that, you know, I used to name the podcast different things. 
I used to give them different personalities. One of those podcasts was named Soka Brainwash. Um, Soka Brainwash, the idea behind it was to create a mix that, uh, in inverted commas, brainwashes you with the music of a particular year because there's so much music that comes out. It was like your Soka Bible. So it's like two and a half hours of, of just music from that particular year. If you're going to Trinidad Carnival, listen to that mix. And whether these songs became hugely popular or they were the overlooked songs, all of them are put into that mix. So you have the idea of what the, the, the basic idea of what the season you know has to offer. And then you can then take what you want out of it. And then that becomes your favorite songs or those become big. Um, and then I created that into an event, which was a festival event, um, festival theme kind of event in 2014. Um, and, and that now has grown to become the biggest global traveling soca festival in the world because you know, it's not only a signature event in Trinidad, but it has gone on to Miami, New York, um, Barbados, Toronto, um, you know, it, it, it's definitely Jamaica. It's definitely done very well everywhere it goes. And so that's just a brief summary of, 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 of that. Um, what made me go into it is I wanted to elevate. I always have an, uh, 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 an idea of elevating and, and bringing our culture and especially soca to the world, despite the fact that I played different genres. Um, Trinidad is where I come from. Trinidad and Tobago is where I come from. And I really wanted to to bring an event to life that really brought it to, you know, the world attention in terms of the standard, in terms of the presentation, in terms of representing for the DJs, for the music. And, um, you know, it continues to grow and make, you know, significant strides, you know. So I anticipate that after, you know, COVID, you know, I'll be able to take it to the next step of its journey. Nice. Wow, wow. you're big. I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, a work in progress, a work in progress. <laughs> well, you know, this chick and I work together and we truly believe that uh, you need a support system. Um, to get ahead and get certain things done. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but, you know, who supported you? And, and what were some of your barriers? Um, I've always had a great support system in the sense that um, I have never, what, 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 when I think back to just even DJing-wise, my parents were always very supportive. They would, they just uh, wanted to, um, you know, make sure, and they, and they made a deal with me that once I focus on my schoolwork and I do well, you know, um, you know, the, the sky's the limit or it's, or the sky's limitless, as my mother says, um, because because, you know, you, you want to have your fundamental um, core, you know, very, very strong um, in terms of your education and being able to, to empower yourself with knowledge. Um, and that also um, went hand in hand with with working my passion. So in terms of a, a, a support system, I'd say my parents were, were very and my sister who still work with me in my business right now, because um, my mother and sister still work in the brainwash team as well, too. Um, they were part, they have always been part of it. I have um, some supportive friends as well, too. Um, two of my really good friends are actually two of my production managers as well. They're my, two of my college friends. Um, and, they, and they're separate college friends. One I went to high school with and one I went to college with, which is Chinwa and Kevin. And they, they helped me when we sit down with planning brainwash. It's actually just five of us. You know, um, so my sister Sharice, Chinua, Kevin, uh, my mother and myself, and we plan every single Soka brainwash around the world. Um, so in terms of that, you know, I keep the, the circle 
you know, very small in terms of, you know, my trust with um, people who have been with me from day one to now. Um, and then uh, under that, you know, there are a lot of different people who support in different ways. You know, I have a lot of friends who will always come to the events, you know, you know, endorse the events. They will, they will always be, you know, there and, and even sharing feedback and, 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 and telling me and keeping my pulse on the ground in terms of what's happening and those things. So I've been very blessed to have that, um, you know, as part of, of, of my growth cycle. Um, barriers, of course, um, you know, with, with success comes some resistance, you know, some people may not mm -hmm. see your vision as you see it, which is, which is expected, you know, not everyone is going to agree with certain things. Not everyone could understand it, for example, um, a price structure that, that, that because the Caribbean has been programmed in a lot of ways to believe that value, um, only exists or significantly exists in the existence of having the drinks and, and food free, you know, it, it, it creates some barriers into when you're trying to up the production levels, you know, when you're trying to do different things. And then of course that those things are significant costs, especially in the U S um, you know, you would get some resistance in that end until you, you're, you're able to maybe reprogram people's way of thinking, you know, because, you know, I've been to other festivals where, that no drinks and food are included, and um, you know they're significantly more expensive than than Zucker brainwash, which is the truth. Um, um, so you know those are the little barriers. But other than that, I kind of forge through those things. You know, I I I, I always try to maintain quality and, and standard. And just going back to the food and drinks, I mean, the, the I mean it's a running joke which we could talk about. But the, the <laughs> only one <laughs> that does not have the drinks is actually now New York. <laughs> I know. What is that? <laughs> so it's literally a question I get, and it's a it's a actually a running joke when I do in my lives. Um, why is New York um, Snooker Brainwash not all-inclusive? It's literally a question I get every <laughs> day, like all the time. Like people just say it, but it's, it's really just because of the state of New York. You know, if I could, I would, but it's not as simple as people think, you know? And uh, yeah, those are mainly the barriers, but I haven't faced any significant significant barriers you know some people you know try to resist or or, or other promoters may uh, you know be a little intimidated by the party sometimes because they think that if i come in i'm like a according to one of my dj friends in new york they think that the, the event is like a vacuum and it takes mm -hmm. up so much attention and real estate from people that nobody else can really when it's going on nobody else really does anything because it's like well so korean watch is going on so we just have to just sit this one out, you know? That's the only thing. Hmm. That sounds like a <laughs> them problem. A them anyway. problem. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because you're big. You, you, you expect this to happen. But, you know, you mentioned the food and drinks. You know Caribbean people. We like to free up. We like to enjoy ourselves. Yeah. So, of course, that's going to be on our mind. I understand. And this year, this year in particular, right? Mm-hmm. So many of us have had to deal with, okay, you're not going to go to this carnival. You're not going to get, turn that carnival happened. But after that, almost everything else did not go through. So how have you been dealing? I mean, Soka Brainwash only happened, I guess, in Trinidad, yes. right? This year. How have you been dealing with all the other cancellations this year? Um, well, to be honest, uh, right after Trinidad Carnival happened, I remember, you know, how everything happened. Soka Brainwash was on Carnival Saturday, post-Carnival Relief was the Thursday after that. So the days within each other. But right after post-Carnival Relief, when the team really got to sink in and look at what was going on at the on news, we kind of suspected that 
that the year was going to... We, we, when we had our first meeting after Carnival, we suspected that Carnivals were going to get cancelled. Um, so the first move we did, we, we actually cancelled Jamaica um, f- from, from Jump. Um, knowing that Jamaica was cancelled, we foresaw that Toronto, which is in June, was going to... Well, we would need to postpone that one as well, too. And then, you know, just when we looked at the trajectory of when, when you no, know, everything started to unravel and then New York cases were rising, all those things, we knew New York, Barbados, and all those were not going to happen. So uh, the cancellations and inverted commas of Soka Brainwash in 2020 weren't unexpected from, from us, from on my end. You know, since March, we kind of knew that we were going to have to sit this year out. Um, in 2021, you know, we were looking to see all right, well, if, if depending on how things go, we will see if the return of the event would be, would be next year, um, which is not going to happen for February in Trinidad. So this will be the first time that Socorinos would happen um, in the beginning of the year. And then we have to see how the rest of the year goes, which we can't predict at this point because we don't know what um, the vaccine is going to, um, when it's going to come out, if it's going to come out, or how the virus is going to, how it's going to take shape over the next year. So we just have to monitor and see. Um, in terms of handling it, um, I've used the time to be very creative you know, in, in, in my own space. So the things that I didn't get a chance to do um, for a long time, you know, I've gotten a chance to really um, sit down and produce some new music, you know, learn new skills. Um, you know, I've evolved as well too because I'm a lot better at, at, at talking and DJing at the same time now. So I've been practicing that. You know, I've been, you know, redoing my website, redoing logos, redoing a lot of different things, coming up with new concepts. Um, so I've just been using it creatively, just in um, keeping my mind active in that sense. Because you don't want, you know, um, you, you have to be ready for the world post-COVID, which is the truth. The, the, that's going to be a mm-hmm. new world. And you don't want to come out of it in the same space um, as you went into it. You would want to come out much stronger, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Smart. <laughs> yeah. Got your eye. You get. You got a lot going on. You got a lot going on. But you mentioned um, Trinidad Carnival. So Trinidad Carnival has been um, one of the things that people have held on to mm-hmm. for the year. So people who got to go have just been, you know, super excited. They got to go to that and holding on to that memory for the rest of the year. Yes, pretty much. <laughs> and uh, everybody who didn't go were, are, were really thinking, well, by February, we could probably go to Trinidad again. So then that gives you something to hope for. So what is the feeling now in Trinidad, now that it is official that there will be no uh, official carnival to be, for 2021? To be honest, I think uh, Trinidadians have not really internalized that news properly yet. So they've expressed their initial shock of, of, of you know, it not happening, but it hasn't really sunk in. It's kind of like when a relative passes away, like, or, or somebody close to you passes away, you get the news and you're sad. Um, then, you know, you go to the funeral and the wake is a joyous moment, you know, so you kind of, you know, you can live in your memories and you kind of live through that. But then the time when it starts to sink in is when the absence is then presented to you, where the person is not a phone call away or it is not, you, you cannot really interact with that person anymore. 
And right now, with the way the 2020 is going, there are distractions, you know, so there are other things happening in the world. And Trinidad hasn't, I think, started to really process the fact that on Carnival Monday and Tuesday, they may have to go to work <laughs> for the first time. <laughs> and it, I think no. as it goes closer, and I think as um, some soca may start to release, but um, there will be no, you know, real-time experience of these things in February, I think then you're going to really start to see the depression start to set in, um, especially because before Carnival has to come Christmas, and Christmas is also a big thing in Trinidad as well, too. And I think um, it's very possible that people may feel that hurt um, soon. But a lot of people are, are very upset about it already. Of course, um, on the business side of it, the people who have accepted that reality are now, um, you know, really thinking of their next moves because Carnival affects people from the top hierarchy, from the managers of, of, of businesses, straight down to the man on the street. And when you are taking away a multi-million dollar injection, maybe, uh, I think maybe a billion dollar injection into the economy of Trinidad and Tobago that is now being taken away um, because of the health restrictions, um, you know, that's devastating for some people. So some people have to, you know, kind of plot their next moves or know if they have any moves in their current field right now because everything is closed up and may remain that way for a little while. So um, I think it's, 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 it's a process. I think they're still trying to work through what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a lot to, to kind of process, to, to really feel and to understand, especially since, you know, like you said, it does bring in quite a bit of revenue. Yeah. So for you and for other creatives, event organizers, you know, all the people who use Carnival Time to shine, what do you think people should do now, now that that is no longer an option? How can, how can they still, you know, stay relevant, generate income or anything else? I think for event producers, artists, DJs, it's important to stay connected to your, your fan base in some way. Um, it wouldn't be the same for everybody. So not it, it's not like a, a carbon copy of, of what works for some one person may work for the other. Um, so th- like uh, connecting with your base, you know, wh- whether it be through social media or through um, periodic emails, which is like what a band would do, or um, posting pictures of memories of events gone by, artists doing lives, not necessarily to perform, but sometimes just to talk to the people that interact with them um, because, you know, everyone is human and everyone has been put in the same, in the same scenario across the world. So, you know, to humanize the experience is, is important um, to know that, you know, these are not just faceless entities or, or people you just see on stage, but they're also humans at the same time. I think it drives a, a deeper connection to, to the people that, that support you and will support you coming out of this as well. Um, I think, I think um, in terms of the creative aspect, I think it's important that, um, you know, people, uh, they, they, they invest time in creating their events, um, um, improving them, coming up with new ideas uh, to come out of this into the new era of, of what event production and music and a lot of these things are going to look like after. Um, it's a great experimental time too as well for, for artists and producers and creatives to then, you know, try and create something new. You know, you know the unorthodox may work and maybe something, the new wave and you may be the creator and the leader of that, that movement, you know. So 
there's so many things that 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 people could do and should do, but I really do think that people should stay connected with their fan base. But on the other hand, it's also good to know that if you need to disconnect, if you need to process, because mental health is very important as well too, you know, mm-hmm. to take the time to yourself, you know, because, you know, you don't want to emotionally drain yourself, um, especially in these times, because, you know, you see that that people can have one front on social media and then there's something else going on behind the scenes, you know? Mm, I like that. You could be the leader, the innovator of something new. That's good advice. I hope they hear that. Yes, it's true. And that's a really good note. I, I would about the um, taking care of your mental state and um, checking in with yourself. I, I, I just I've noticed in Soka that there are many people who have taken almost the full year off. Um, mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if that's you know particularly good for weighing out how you're uh, dealing with your audience. Um, but I see that many Soka artists are taking time for themselves and, and, and really worrying about their mental health and their families, which is good. Mm-hmm. Considering mm-hmm. That, that they've also been cut off from all their, their entertainment income. Um, so they're also, you know, dealing with that. Um, some, some are working behind the scenes to, you know, try to be creative and try to find inspiration. Others have been struggling with it. Um, you know, everyone is just in a different space, but I think, I think, I think, you know, going into next year, I think, you know, a lot of them may step back into the booth and step back into, into being creative again. Some intentionally took time off, like Marshall did intentionally take time off, you know, after he got married, he was actually going to take time off this year anyway. And it just so happened that COVID happened. (laughs) (laughs) Or is it that he decided to take time off and so COVID Well, boy, it's one of the two, but what what it happened. You know, he he, he had stated that he was after Carnival this year taking um, some time to to kind of just soak in, you know, um, new marriage and all these things. So he did, he did, he did say that. So we'll see, you know, he's another entity that is uh, supposed to be a leader. So we have to see what his next move is going to be as well, too. Mm. Mm-hmm. We are all waiting to see. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know the Soka really is waiting to see what some of the major players are going are gonna to do. You know, because they, they've been, they be, have been silent for the most part, a lot of them, which is the truth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but Go ahead. You, you've been um, the, the poster child for, for pivoting. Mm-hmm. You're, you're DJ, producer, event planner. Um, I mean, you've got um, some mega music hits out right now. Mm-hmm. What, what do you, what's next for Private Ryan? What are you working on? Um, the new look and feel of everything. Um, so I'm just looking at everything that I've done and then seeing how it can be, how it will apply or how it could be done better moving forward. Um, you know, so like visually, musically, um, in terms of events, in terms of the music, in terms of my DJing style, in terms of the podcast, in terms of what do I want, you know, to, to, to do next um, that is part of the brand. And also that's not part of the brand. What do I, what do I bring that is the, is the new um, thing that, you know, will, will maybe revolutionize or be part of, of a new wave 
um, you know, these things sometimes don't come overnight. It takes a lot of planning and thought and then seeing how it fits into what you even want to accomplish on a personal level as well, too, because these things, you know, the amount of work it takes to, to bring these things to life, you know, you also have to balance that off with what your personal goals are, you know, so you have to kind of measure, you know, your investment of time and energy into every different aspect because, you know, all of them make up the whole complete puzzle. So, you know, that's that's basically what I'm doing um, and I have been doing, but I have been enjoying because I have been traveling nonstop for years. I have enjoyed the stillness a bit um, to, to get, you know, your body back in a rhythm, you know, getting sleep, which is important, which we kind of lacked over the years. <laughs> <laughs> you know, getting exercise, getting, um, you know, feeding your body with things that, you know, you should have to kind of restore maybe damage from from all the travels the constant traveling and the and the, the rushing and the you know the high blood pressure of almost missing a flight <laughs> you know, these things happen you know so i mean you know i've been i've i've been on that journey for now you know so that's what i've been doing nice you're literally staying grounded that's yes, great yes yes <laughs> that's great but you still stay in the public eye we still see things from you i mean Everybody is feeling. Yes, it yes, yes. See what I did there. We've been, we've been, that was another piece <laughs> of work. That was a piece of work, you know, putting together that um, group of jewels for that was uh, was was uh, was uh, a, a really special project that I had for for that song in particular. Um, so I've been working, as I said, I've been creative, and you know, when people hear the music to come as well too, you know, there's a lot of different music uh, projects I've been working on. And we'll work on today as well. You know, after this, I probably am going to just delve right into into trying to finish some new music projects that I want to release over the course of the next few months. You know, starting from this month onwards. So you know, all these are things that I'm just putting my my mind into and trying to develop. You know. Nice. Well, tell us a little bit about the Field of Love project because that. That came out of nowhere, and then everyone, I mean, my entire TL was mm-hmm. just, feel the love. Yeah, <laughs> right. Everywhere. How did that come about? Well, the video was, I, I there was no question in my mind if, if a feel love video was going to happen. A feel love video was always in the cards. Um, what happened was is that when Carnival happened, and then COVID happened right after, and the country locked down, it was very difficult or near impossible to film a video because then, of course, everything is closed. And then, you know, on top of which, you know, you know, not touring and a lot of different things are happening and not touring, meaning Freetown and and a lot of different people, of course, now the revenue streams and a lot of different things that fund, usually fund videos and all these things are not happening. So then, you know, I, I, I wanted to film this video and make it very special for for Trinidad and Tobago, but not just Trinidad and Tobago, but for the Caribbean, because I really believe that this song is a worldwide song. It's a song that it, it doesn't matter who you play it for, they can feel, you know, the energy in the song. And then I need individuals to match that. So, you know, I, I came up with the idea of, of filming a video without having to film a video. And it 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 was it was why don't I do an ode to Trinidad and Tobago, but also make it centered around a Caribbean spirit of when we hear our music and how we feel, which kind of matches with what the the lyrics in the song are. So you know, I worked with TNT Rocks, who also is one of my um, videographers for Sokar Brinoche after movies, 
and um, you know, I pitched the whole idea of 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 the video, and then you know, we we worked over a couple of weeks to piece it together, and then we thought that we needed to launch the video <clears throat> on an iconic date for Trinidad, and initially the 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 first date was Independence Day, but there were certain things in it that I I, I that were not there that I said there's something missing, and I need to I need a little more time. So my second milestone was Republic Day, and then that is how we were able to get it out on Republic Day. And, um, you know, you know, I think the response has been pretty good for the video. Um, it, it, it actually has been pretty awesome in terms of the responses that people feel. And it's just ironic that that video came out, which was an ode to like, um, you know, the spirit and, and Trinidad and being Caribbean and Carnival. And then two or three days later, they announced that Carnival is not happening. Well, people still got to feel that kind of energy. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. People still got to feel the energy. I know people are loving it as much as they're missing, you know, not just Trinidad Carnival, but they've been missing all the carnivals throughout the year. People were just like, oh, yes, this takes me back. This this, is like a nostalgic Mm -hmm. video. This was meant to strike that chord, you know, in terms of what... You know, I always tell people, so some people, you know, it's just about the, the feathers and beads and, and, and just looking pretty in a costume. But carnival is a lot more than just that, you know, and people need to understand that it is, it is, it's literally embedded in us. It's part of our culture. It's part of our spirit. It's part of, of, of history as well, too. It has, um, it has religious significance. There's so much in, in, in like entwined in the carnival experience that, you know, I think, Many people either take for granted or they just don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You you sound like a lot of people who were in Grenada this year talking about Jab and Juve. And <laughs> <laughs> we know what happened there. They took to the streets. They had their Jab Jab because it is in uh, it is in us. It is within our soul. Our ancestors were speaking. And they did not listen to the prime minister, so no, they really <laughs> I'm didn't. wondering they really did. what you think. What you think may happen in Trinidad? Do you think people will actually stay home and listen? Boy, it all depends on what the restrictions are. You know, um, if Trinidad is remotely open, and I mean, like they allow gatherings of a certain amount, um, let's say by February we're allowed groups of 50 to 100. I think what you're going to have is a recipe for this country to have several different parties going on at the same time. And I mean, I mean literally almost every bar, every lining spot, every house down the islands or the beaches, <laughs> um, Tobago, everything will be just, it will have people because it's like, our spirit is just going to be, is that's where it's going to be. You know, I, mm-hmm. I, I just, I, Trinidadians were in the lead up. I, I think it could be, end up just like Grenada, maybe just not in the streets with like trucks and those things, because, you know, that could cause, that could, oh my gosh, that could cause, that could cause <laughs> a hand quick. Well, they, well, they didn't have trucks. Yeah, yeah, right? no, so they didn't it, have it trucks. Was a, it was the most traditional, um, it was the most traditional jab yeah. possible. It was, you know, you know, bottle and spoon, conch shell, mm-hmm. voices, just chipping on the road. 
Yeah, I I I think I think Trinidad may have something similar. Um and and you know, people, you know, it's as simple as people just playing the music loud in their cars and and just having a good time with the music, you know. That, that that's gonna happen, I think. I really do. But there is talk about um mm. there is talk, I mean, I don't know what to believe until the prime minister says it, but there is there is a talk that they are considering a postponement as opposed to a cancellation. But I think he's just holding his words for now because he doesn't want to make any promises because we don't know what the numbers and the virus is going to be. Because the first step is that we may open up to the Caracom bubble by next week if our numbers remain low enough. Um, we may be able to travel between St. Lucia, Antigua, Barbados, I believe Dominica. Um, and if that continues and they open up the hotels and they allow the, the bars and restaurants to reopen, you could see how by the time carnival time reaches, if things remain in a relatively good state, how, you know, uh, a celebration in inverted commas may happen, but just not a mass celebration, but several different little ones. That's mm-hmm. what I think it may be. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, I, I think that that would be good for the people of Trinidad, those of I us agree. outside. You know, we'll we'll cry a little yes, bit. I agree, I agree. Um, It'll be sad. It'll be sad. <laughs> I mean, even for me, like I, I where I where I stay, um, I literally look. I overlook the venue for Soccer in Washington. So on Carnival Saturday, I'm literally across the street from where I would usually be putting on, you know, the event. So I mean, I would even, you know, you know, look at it as like, wow, look, look at that, you know, no Soccer Brain Wash Carnival Saturday. <laughs> you know, after seven years. Mm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, you could drag one little tent. <laughs> one tent. It's fine. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Listen, I, on a normal basis, um, Ryan, I choose a song that we play at the end of the show that stays on themes. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but it's Private Ryan. I mean... I mean, <laughs> such a noodle scratcher. What to raise? What should you play? I mean, my instinct for the entire year has been to rave, <laughs> to feel the love. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you are cooking up something special, something new uh, that you'd rather us rave to, just let me know. I will. I mean, they're not, it's not ready yet, but you know, <laughs> it is. <laughs> Well, it is, it is. But I am working with, um, you know, a number of artists, um, you know, coming up, you know, um, Neutron is one, um, Freetown again, um, nice. Edison again, um, Ufan, Second Star. These different things, you know, I'm working on now. So you'll see a lot of different songs come out over time again. Pretty is another one. You know, I've yeah. done nice songs with Pretty, um two years in a row. So mm-hmm. you know, I'm working on another one with him. That's, that's pretty awesome as well too. Nice. We love that you are keeping the soca yeah. coming. You know, people make our music seasonal and it doesn't have to be because look what happened. You take away the season, but we yeah, still you need, still the, need soca. the soca. And you know, it, it, the, the, I always say the challenge that I think artists, producers, writers face now is that you, like, how do you make soca? Soca usually is is the, is the music that fuels the festival. So the content and the way that it's written 
is always fueled towards the road experience and the party experience. Now, that is an instrumental part of what makes the energy of Soka the way it is. But the challenge, which is always, it's good to be challenged, is how do we make the music still have that feeling, but you take away the road element? Because now nobody can go on the road next year for February, but we still want the Soka. But how do we make that music that will still invoke that happiness and that energy and not necessarily mention the road or mention, you know, any of those things. And that'll be interesting. I think it will be actually a good thing because it will force some discomfort and discomfort is okay, you know, and, and you may not necessarily get it right the first time, but as people tweak it, you realize that your writing may even become even better because it's now the, the artists have been opened up to a new dimension of how they can write their songs, how they can deliver their songs and how people respond to them. So I think it's okay. You know, it's okay for the discomfort. Um, but I think it's important that all the artists deliver some music, really and truly, as, as well as, as in the mm-hmm. best that they can, because I do understand that making songs, especially when you're not making any income, is difficult because, of course, you know, to pay engineers to mix and master and to do these things is harder. It's harder to do so when you don't have a foreseeable income coming in, you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But we'll take it in any version. Call up the Latitude <laughs> section. Call your friend. I don't care. We'll take it in any version. <laughs> I know, I know. Now, I know I know. people really want... I, 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 I feel it too. Like, I feel, you know, usually around now, which is next week for Miami Carnival, I probably would have released my Miami Carnival mix... Um, on Monday or Tuesday before everybody tries to get in. And I haven't even started to do it because um, not that there isn't enough music. There is a lot of music, but there's still that element of the, of the, of the wave of Trini stuff that I would want to sample to bring to life. It's not there yet. And so mm. when, when, when it's there, then I could do that, do it justice, you know? Um, there, but there was a lot of good summer music that I think, um, you know, may have been overlooked still. But um, I, I do think that Trinidad needs to, 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 to come out with some stuff. And the time is actually around now. Um, I think so. Fully agree. Oh, the yes. time is now. I like yes. it. <laughs> yes. Ryan, thank you so much for joining us on this podcast. Thank you so much for dropping all these gems of what the artists, the, the event organizers, creatives can be doing to pivot in this new normal, I know it was a shock, even though I think some people were kind of expecting, you know, the carnival to be canceled. They still thought there would be some regional um, carnival happening, but there's still an opportunity to do something different, do something new and still give people that carnival spirit, even if there well, is we no hope, we hope, carnival. We hope there's some sort of miraculous wave in December where COVID just, you know, um, starts to vaporize and maybe, just maybe, the practice <laughs> will be like, you know what, we're going to have uh, a small version of carnival and we're going to allow X amount of people and X amount of people in the country and we'll see. We will see. <laughs> stay tuned. Stay <laughs> <We will see. laughs> that could be a shame. <laughs> <No. laughs> 
I love it. I love it. I love it. Thank, Thank you, you again. Is there anything else, you know, for the people who just need to know, how do they get in touch with Ryan? What, how do they see what you have coming next? Cause there's going to be all this music and other things I'm sure that you're working on that you just haven't really told us yet. How can they get in touch with you and stay connected? Uh, you could follow me. Um, I did your private Ryan on everything. Um, but, um, Instagram, Twitter, um, you know, uh, I have the website, DJ private Ryan music.com. That's where all the mixes are. And that site is actually being revamped and redone right now, um, which is going to include a better search searches for the mixes. It's going to include, um, you know, the track lists and, and, you know, better sharing options and a new merch store that's going to be coming too. So that's, that's in the works as well too. Um, so you're going to get some interesting, um, merch options from DJ Private Ryan, but it's not going to be called DJ Private Ryan. It's actually going to be called something else. It's a brand that's an extension of me. So all these are things that are, are, I'm working on right now, you know, so stay tuned for all that information coming soon. I am so happy we got Private Ryan to join the show. I mean, he's known for reinventing himself and doing so many things. So of course he's pivoting in this new normal. Of course, he's been pivoting. The man stays on rotation. I don't know. (laughs) But how great is it? I love the gems that he dropped. And I love that he said, you know what? In this crazy time, you might be the person to innovate and invent something brand new. You could be the, the leader, the pioneer right now. And I think so many people who are just sitting back and thinking when the clock strikes midnight <laughs> for 2021, everything is going to be fine. Like, no, you have to really start thinking about how you are going to adjust and adapt. Yeah. And what I personally love is that he said, you know what? You could put up some photos, some events you already did before. Show people things that you worked on already. I think that that is so good. You do a whole lot of work and sometimes you just brush by it. And now is a really good time to remind people of all the wonderful things you've done already. Absolutely. And it's it's easier. (laughs) And it's easier, right? Like I do that all the time. Listen, y'all going to read stuff I wrote in 2016. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. He is known for his events, but uh uh-huh. I love that callback to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Listen, we all know Private Ryan podcast, and he definitely introduced us to a lot of music. Yes, absolutely. Instead of waiting for your friend them to come back from Trinidad to bring you a CD, <laughs> and it doesn't have the one song you were trying to get. <laughs> Speaking of a one song. <laughs> that was can cool. I rave <laughs> rave let's rave I feel good I feel really good let's rave from the first time I heard this song I wanted to rave to it can we please rave to Freetown and Private Ryan feel the love where you come from coulda up you coulda down blessings on my nation
wash over me music Bed me in your melody We are such a blessed tribe Sweeter than a million bees People live a thousand lives And never feel this free Million people coming down Dancing to a song Oh my goodness. I I love that song. I love the video, the visuals. I love that they released it on Republic Day. It is so, like you said, an ode to Trinidad and Tobago. I think they need that right now. So much chaos is going on, not just with the carnival cancellation, but with, you know, protests and all kinds of things happening. This is a great way to remind people to feel the love. Mm-hmm. I love I love the sound of the chorus. I love the multiple voices. I feel like, you know, I'm not the only one that's missing Carnival. I'm not the only one that loves Carnival. Yes, all of we join in the fun. Yes, we can at least reminisce on the good, the good Carnivals that we've had already. Exactly. Reminisce from inside so we could watch all of this and we could do it again at some point. All you want to take yourself out into the street, stay home. Sorry. Um, <laughs> you're, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Guys, I fed I up. Still... I want to whine in somebody fed. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're all fed up, but <laughs> I still want to know what you guys are doing. What new things are you doing? Have you created a new event? Have you seen something new that someone else is doing, and you said, "Wow, that's amazing for them to figure this out in these crazy times"? Please leave us a comment. Absolutely, and make sure you are following us. Follow Soka Say So on all social media or go to SokaSaySo.com. Follow Dish Chick on all social media or go to D-Y-S-C-H-I-C-K.com. And go to BKRantAndRaves.com to subscribe to the podcast. Okay, bye.